Did you know that by June, 56% of us will have fallen off the wagon with our New Year's resolution? And even if we didn't bother to write it down, but we had a similar goal, only 4% of us will still be getting after it. It's a pretty sad state, wouldn't you agree? Well, in today's podcast, I have a seven-step process that's there to guide you to achieving your goals for 2022. Join me today and learn what those seven steps are. Aho, my brothers. Today's man knows who he is, where he stands, and what he aspires to become. Solid in his convictions, owner of his destiny. Ever evolving into husbands and fathers our wives and children expect and deserve. We are the masters of our life and the leaders of our homes and community. Welcome to the movement. Stay strong, my brother. I'm the host of the Evolving Man podcast and the founder of the Awakened Man. I want to get right into today's topic for today to start talking about how we're going to set ourselves up for success in 2022. You know, and I don't want to be shooting down resolutions because for some people they work very well and for others, maybe not so much. But because they do work, I wanted to focus instead on tools and strategies that you can use to implement to ensure that your resolutions become a success and instead of becoming a statistic. Before I want to get into that, I want to look at some recent statistics on the New Year's resolutions. And I was looking around for some information. I thought this was really interesting. And so this is the success and failure rates over the first six months of the year when people make resolutions. So he says, after a New Year's resolution, after week one, 75% are still successful at keeping it. So 25% of people have already dropped off on their New Year's resolution after one week. After two weeks, another 4% disappear. So we're down to 71% of people that are still actively pursuing their resolution. And after a month, the number goes down again, down to 64%. 64% of people just have given or are actually on their doing their resolution or doing parts of it. Well, 36% have decided that it's no longer worth it. And by six months, less than half, actually 46% of people have just stopped doing their uh, 46% of people, I should say, are still actively pursuing their resolution. So more than 50% of people have stopped doing that. And when I saw that, I just thought that was pretty, uh, pretty wild, right? And and then in comparison, though, think of it this way. So maybe what happens if you didn't even bother to make a resolution? For those people who may have had a similar goal, but they didn't you know, write it out and make a resolution as you would normally do it, only 4% of those people are still successful after six months. And so it goes to show you that if, first off, if you're not going to write down what it is that you're trying to do and you're just going to keep it in your head, it's obvious that you're not going to be very successful. And that's a painful lesson. I know it's one that I challenge myself with is that I need to pay attention to writing things down, making plans in the morning, making plans in the afternoon. I really like the, that concept that uh, Ryan Mickler with order of man, and he put that out there on a recent podcast. And I thought that was so profound as well as a simple strategy. So it made him so successful. And so that's one of the things that, you know, also we should consider is look at the people that you want to emulate the people that are around in your life or the people that you follow on social media or other aspects. And what are the things that they're doing that's making it that make themselves so successful? And what if you were to adopt just one piece of what they're doing? Just how much more successful would your life be? And so, of course, we got to, I want to figure out well, what is the most popular resolutions that people are making. And obviously, I don't think it's going to be any earth shattering news here, right? It's eat healthier, exercise more, lose weight, save money. It's all the things that all of us want to do, of course. And so it's not that earth shattering. 
but what is is the, the trying to figure out why is it that people just don't seem to hold on or follow through with their new year's resolutions and so i came up with a list of a few things that i think are the reasons why people are not doing this and it's a lot of them obviously resonates with me but i wonder if they'll do the same for you the first one is, is that the time frame is just too long 12 months is a long time to think about a resolution and so the problem with that is that because it is so long we can get bored with it right and so the resolution just that's the thrill of it is just short-lived and so we get excited which is why we already start to see the percentages drop we start to see why people don't want to continue because there's just not enough motivation behind it and the other reason i think that people struggle with resolutions and i know i have in the past is that it's just too vague you know if you can put a resolution in and say you just want to lose weight well how much is that because guess what if i lose two ounces of weight hey i've lost weight but maybe i need to lose like 20 pounds or 30 pounds maybe that's something that's a little bit more specific and it's going to take more than a month or six weeks or six months because it's going to take dedicated effort so you want to be a little more a lot more specific in what that goal is and you have to apologize and working through a cold here today and then the other thing is that there, there is either no plan as we talked about that only four percent of people that don't have a that didn't have a plan actually make it for their resolution or the plan is just way too aggressive and so they lose they become disheartened disenfranchised Say, hey, I can't even make this because their expectations far exceeded than what they're actually able to do. And so it's one of those two sides of the spectrum, right? And the last thing that I think is the most important, I think is what's the most powerful reason why we're not achieving our resolutions and why they fall off throughout the year is that the resolution is not in alignment with who we see ourselves as being. Now I think we're starting to get somewhere. It's a neat, and it was a post I sent out to my, <clears throat> to my group and we talked about in the post, I talked about how to envision yourself or what you see yourself to be like at the end of 2022. I think it's so important that we understand that you need to have that idea of what it is that you wish to become. And it's one of the three keys that I talk about in the Awaken Man program. It's men who are ready to take responsibility for who they are, take responsibility for where they are. They want to take responsibility for who they aspire to become and they live that in the now and of course the last piece that i think is also really important why i think resolutions tend not to work out for a lot of people is that they just don't have any type of an accountability structure you know there's nothing there to help support them and so they struggle with it and when they don't have an accountability piece that they don't have that someone that's egging them on or challenging them being that support, whatever that looks like to, for you, right? Some of us need a kick in the ass and other of us need a pat on the back and say, hey, come on, let's go out a boy type of uh, motivation. Whatever that looks for you is what works for you, but do you have that set up? So now I wanna spend, take a little bit of time here and I'm gonna shift it, shift a little bit here, pivot. And what I wanna talk about is how, so what can you do? Like, what are the things that you can do that can set yourself up for success in 2022? Now, I've come up with seven things I'm going to offer you for your consideration. And the first thing should be pretty obvious. You've got to choose yourself a goal. You've got to assess your life. And what part of your life do you, if you spent the most time focusing on that it would give you the most improvement in all aspects of your life? And I think that's a piece that people tend to forget. You know, we think about, well, I want to lose weight. And while losing weight may be a great aspect, a great thing for you to do, it's good for your health, it's good for for your vitality and other things. 
but how about other parts within your life that maybe you don't have, uh, maybe you have other pieces that are more important that will allow you to get to that stage of losing weight. And I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't do that. But what I'm trying to paint the picture for you is to look at the different aspects of your life. And, and in our work, we look at six pillars. Our pillars are financial, physical, spiritual, emotional, career, and relationships. And so you'll want to take time and assess in each of those areas. And we have a tool that we call it integrity challenge. It's an opportunity it has five or six questions within four actually questions within each of those where you get to rate yourself and get a sense of how, how are you doing in these in these different areas? And when you look at the ones that are the, that are the most challenging for you, you may find that there are little bits and pieces within those six structures that you could focus on that will allow you to raise the level that you show up in all aspects of your life. And so that's the first thing you obviously want to do. You want to give yourself some time to assess, figure, use a tool of some sort. It doesn't need to be really in-depth. It just needs something to give you a sense of what it is that, that you'd like to work on and something that's going to give you lots of, uh, lots of uh, energy and, and expansion for other aspects of your life. So that's the first step. The second step I suggest that you consider is begin with the end in mind. Yeah, it's the old Stephen Covey seven habits thing, right? But what I liked about what Covey was talking about is what he's doing is he's challenging us to think about what will your life look like at the end in December of 2022? So 12 months from now, what will your life look like? What will it feel like? What's what going to sound like? And in this, what I'm asking you to do is to really engage all of your senses and really get an idea of what is that going to look like and how does it come apart? How does it come apart? How do you see yourself getting up? Talk about this in, the, in a spiritual training. We talk about it being a mental equivalent. It's that idea that you have in your mind of what you see yourself. And the reason why those of us that struggle with losing weight is that we don't see ourselves as being that thin or muscular or whatever it is that you're looking to do. And because we don't see that and we can't, and we're not, we struggle with embodying it. And so I really like what how Cubby had brought that up back in the 80s or 90s when his book first came out. So again, what will your life, life look like? What will it feel like? What will it sound like? And really dive into all of your senses. Now, I want you to remember one thing here <clears throat> that's really important, is that the things that you're sensing about are the things that you are, in, are going to be in control of. So visualizing your spouse being more loving toward you requires you to be that first. Does that make sense? Right. So if you're looking for a change in a relationship or a change in something that's going on, maybe with your work and your career or in any of those six pillars, what do you need to become in order for that change to happen? And it may or may or not show up exactly as the way you're looking, you're thinking of it today. And I'm not professing here to say that, you know, that your relationship should change or anything dramatic should change. But if that's the case and you've done your, your work throughout the year, then that's probably the best thing that was supposed to happen. So you don't want to fight that. You want to work through it. And that's where getting mentorship and speaking with, with friends that you trust can help guide you through that process. So, yeah, so the first step is you're going to get a goal. The second one, you want to begin with the end in mind. What is that, you know, envisioning what that's going to look like in all different aspects of your life and writing that out, right? You're going to write that out as a paragraph, you know, by the end of 2022, my life is, and then as much 
as much uh, detail as you can put in there, not with a lot of specifics, but the touches and all of them, how you're going to look and feel and experience. It's really about the experience and the feeling aspect that you're trying to tap into because how you get there is not going to be determined on day one. It'll be determined on day 365 because you will have taken all of those steps. So the third step, what's the third step that you can do in making sure that 2022 is a success for you? Well, I want you to come up with one word that epitomizes the type of person that accomplishes that goal. You see, for me, mine was committed. So I want to be committed, committed in my life, committed to my health, committed to my marriage, committed to the awakened man, to serving men, committed to, to giving my effort, the best effort that I can every single day. And I've seen other folks when I posted this out as well and through my the email list and on social media, I've seen things come up as limitless. I thought that was outstanding. Iconic, you know, that's outstanding. But I, challenge, I want to challenge you to go a little bit deeper. What does that mean for you? What does limitless mean for you? What does iconic mean for you? Those are outstanding words. But really, what, what is, <coughs> excuse me, what is that goal? What is that one word? How does that, how are you going to emulate and embody in one word. So I'm going to ask you, what is your one word that's going to define who you are as a man in 2022 that allows you to achieve that goal and go after it? Now, of course, we talk, I talked a little bit about some of the reasons why we didn't get, why we don't achieve it. And so step four is all about dealing with the saboteurs in our goal achievements, right? In our resolution achievement, trying to become the men that we wish to become. And the saboteurs are really embodied in three questions that I get my guys to ask themselves. And the first one is, what obstacles do I need to overcome in accomplishing this goal? You see, if you're not willing to assess that there's going to be obstacles and challenges in front of you, you know, then you're going to then you're really blinding yourself to what's really what you're really up against. And so you don't have a contingency plan. You don't have a backup plan because you haven't thought about that. So what are those obstacles? There that you need to overcome in accomplishing this goal. And the second question is, where will I get in my way? So where will you get in your way? And another way I put this with the, with the guys is, what am, I, what am I lying to myself about, about this goal? And what am I lying to myself about in different aspects of my life? And so again, where will I get in my way as I'm trying to accomplish this? And and maybe for you, it's, it's uh, you know, you have a hard time focusing. Uh, you're not, you don't make a daily plan. So you're, a bit, you're more of the seat of the pants type of, uh, type of guy. So those are things that are in the way, right? And they're, it's also an obstacle that you need to overcome. You need to find time to put that into practice to make sure that you're covering that as part of that contingency plan, right? And so what will I do to overcome these obstacles? Well, that's that, that third question on the saboteurs is I'm starting to make that plan, that contingency plan. And, and then how or who will be an accountability partner? See, this is where that accountability piece is going to be in. And maybe it's hiring a coach or a mentor, and maybe it's just reaching out to a good friend and a buddy, and maybe it's your spouse or whoever it is. But the challenges that I'm asking you to look at is who can be that person that will help hold you accountable to what it is that you said you're going to do and however you have, and however you need that maybe hard or maybe soft maybe a mixture of both depending on on where you're at with it but having that accountability part so we've got four steps in the place right so quick summary here where we're at so far so we're going to choose a goal 
We've already chosen a goal. We've got to begin with the end in mind. We've envisioned it. We know what it looks like. We know what it feels like. We know what it sounds like. We have all the aspects. We have the feeling wrapped into that goal. We've come up with a word now that epitomizes who we are as that man that in order, in order that allows us to accomplish the goal. And we've created a contingency plan for the saboteurs that we know are going to show up. So we're going to deal with those saboteurs. And so then the fifth step is you're going to determine what skills or knowledge that you will need to achieve your resolution. Because maybe there's some training you need to do, right? If you're looking at physical fitness and you're looking to eat well or to eat healthier, maybe you need to visit a dietitian. Maybe you need to research the type of body type you are and what kind of food you should be eating that matches your body style. Maybe there's a workout program or a program that's better suited for your body, your time frame that you can allot to it. These are things or skills that you're going to need to develop and, and knowledge you'll need in order for you to accomplish the goal. And then what strength, number six, is what strengths will you lean on to help you get through the tough times? See, we all have strengths. We all come to the table with things that we do really well. And it's those things, those aspects that we do really well. How can we bring those things into our goal, our resolution plan that allows us to overcome that obstacle? It's another one that could be that part of that contingency plan, that saboteur that we can, we can deal with. But what are those skills and those strengths? And, and maybe it's, maybe for you, it's, you know, for me, it's about, you know what, when I get uh, frustrated or challenged with something, then I just dive into doing a little bit more research and get a sense of, you know, where I've come off track and, uh, and then I get myself back on track. And so you got to find out what that is, what that strength for you is. Is it analytical? Is it, you know, just pushing through and getting something done? Find out what that strength is or perseverance or whatever it is that you need to, to do in order to make it, make it work for you. And so then step seven is you need to come up with three action plan actions or activities that you can work on in a week. Now we work in week allotments, but ideally you're doing something every day towards your goal. And we go back to atomic habits and the ideas back that we learned about that last year, right? And you want to keep it small, 1% increments daily to build momentum, right? We want to be able to reward ourselves because we're, we're setting up little milestones, right? So you set up some of these activities and, and actions on a weekly basis and on a daily basis. Some of the things may take a little bit longer than a week, the, a little bit longer than a day to get done. So that's why we work in weeks. But you set yourself up three things you're going to get done this week, three things that moves you towards achieving your goal. And it could be as simple as actually working out three times this week if you're doing that. Or it's to, you're going to learn, uh, you're going to go back to school. So you're going to go get an MBA or something. So you're going to, you know, study, you know, set time aside so you can do some studying. I know that was one thing I did a few years back when I was 50. In getting my MBA, you know, I had to figure out my time debt. How do I get that built into a full-time job? And before I was doing this as well as everything else on my plate. So you want to come up with three final, uh, three activities on a weekly basis that allows you to achieve your resolution. And it gives you a measuring tool. It gives you a sense of idea where you're at. And, and in the tool that we utilize, they also have an opportunity to journal about that too, to write down how that's working for them and where they fell off and so they can get themselves back on the horse. And so those are the seven tools that there's seven steps that, that you can use to, in order to have 2022 be a real success for you. So I want to quickly just go through the, the top points. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that, guys. How to choose. You got to go and choose a goal, right? You're going to pick a goal from one of your pillars. You're going to begin with the end in mind. So you're envisioning what that looks like. You're going to come up with that word that epitomizes who you are as a man that is resonates that allows you to achieve that goal. Number four, you're going to deal with the saboteurs. You're going to have a contingency plan. 
to deal with the saboteurs are going to show up, right? Most of the time, it's going to be you who are sabotaging yourself. So what are you going to do to get out of your own way? Five, you're going to get the skills and the knowledge that you need to accomplish your goal. Six, you're going to lean on the strengths that you bring to the table. We all have strengths, remember, guys. So what strengths are you going to bring to the table allow you to achieve your resolution by the end of 2022? And number seven, you're going to set three activities to accomplish each week that take you toward closer towards achieving your goal. And so I want to give you a bonus here, a bonus item, a thing, idea that has been worked really well for me, especially in the latter half of 2021. And, and I've been taking some spiritual classes and very uh, open to wanting to, to learn and get a deeper connection with, uh, with God and with myself and who, uh, who I am. And, and one of the practices that I started to do here late in 2021 was doing visioning. And so visioning is all about is, is not visualizing, as I talked about earlier, but it's really about getting into the sense of what it is that you need to become in order to achieve your resolution. And those are some of the questions. And it's a 15 to 20 minute, give or take exercise that I go through daily. And I encourage you to look at. And so you can find the visioning on YouTube. Just look for it. Michael Beckwith is the one who came up with it. It's great. I also have one with our program uh, developed. It's guided meditation. It has the five questions already built in. And it's a great way to help get you in touch with your intuition. You know, the, there's a lot to be said about trusting our guts, guys. And so it's a good way to do that is to, is to do a visioning session. And I would recommend doing it daily, but even if you did it two to three times a week, to get yourself centered and to trust the process to allow you to bring all of the seven steps together so that you have a resolution that is powerful. It, it has purpose behind it. It has meaning. You can feel into it because those are the things that make it that carry it through, through the dark days. And they're going to have dark days where you just want you're going to want to give up. And so I recommend, highly recommend starting the practice of visioning in order to help you get closer to who it is that you want to become. Now, look, there's lots of ways you can do that. You know, I've talked about a lot of different things here to this afternoon or this evening, whenever you're going to be listening to this. And in our program, we use a few different tools. We use a goal assessment tool. We have a 90-day action planner. You know, the point is you've got to find a tool that works for you. I, I do like the idea of physically writing something down. It gets me more engaged in it. But remember, you've got to remember the old adage, right? Your focus on grows. And so if you're not going to write anything down, even if you did it digitally or doing something like that, as long as you're focusing on making some type of a record of what it is you're doing, then you're going to have success. You have a better chance of success anyways, of achieving the resolution of what you want to, who you want to become at the end of 22. And the challenge I'm going to ask you to do is to find that tool, find that tool that works for you. It doesn't need to be extravagant. It just needs to be a little bit. You can listen and go back, listen to the podcast. I'll give you seven steps there. You can make your own little notes. The, the thing is, is that you want to embody and live this daily. It's not about what happens in December of this year. It's about what are you doing today? What are you going to do tomorrow morning? What are you, how are you going to take on the next day? So it's about living in the now with us. And so with that, gentlemen, I just wanted to start you off with 2022 with a little bit of an idea of how you can make this be powerful for you. And so with that, I'm going to leave you a go today. So may your 2022 be filled with passion, purpose, prosperity, and power, gentlemen. Aho, I look forward to serving you this year. Thank you for listening to the Evolving Man podcast. 
Are you ready to own your destiny? To become more the man you are destined to be? Join the brotherhood that is The Awakened Man at theawakenedman.net and start forging a new destiny today.